You are listening to another episode of the Hey Social Babes podcast. My name is Brittany Megan, and I will be your host. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, Social Babes, welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited for today's episode. Today, I have special guest Avery, who is a business coach helping other coaches scale their business by packing their zone of genius into a highly in-demand, profitable course. Hey, girl, welcome to the podcast. So excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you and talk everything courses. So why don't you go ahead and tell us about yourself and how you got started with your career in coaching? Awesome. So I actually started my business as a social media manager. That was my zone of genius back in the day. That's what I knew. But eventually I quickly realized my ideal client was a female entrepreneur. And so then I realized a lot of female entrepreneurs don't want to outsource their social media because they're the face of their business. They're the voice of their business. So I quickly switched to coaching within like six months of me starting my business. And then after social media coaching, I had some people reach out to me and ask about if I help people start a social media management business. And at the time I was like, business coaching, what is that? (laughs) So eventually I quickly, uh, I did social media coaching for about three to four months. And then I eventually pivoted again into business coaching, helping social media managers start their own business. And then now eventually I pivoted again into helping just coaches. So it's been quite a journey, but I believe everything happens for a reason. And so it's kind of like that journey is just every little step got to me to exactly where I am today. So yeah, it's a little of my story. That is so awesome. And one thing that I love that you said was every little step got me to where I am today, because I feel like a lot of the times when you get into business, you get in for one reason, but like that is not anything close to what you end up doing. <laughs> like the no. amount of like re-niching, you know, re-pivoting, like it's insane. Totally. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I know. And when I reflect back on that, I'm like, wow, I pivoted a lot or I niched down a lot. Yeah. I just feel like even every time you niche, every time you pivot, it's just getting you more aligned to what you're supposed to be doing. So for sure. And eventually you just won't need to anymore because you're going to be right in the middle of your purpose, which is like the best feeling ever. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So with that being said, tell us a little bit about online courses and why you were so passionate about them. So I discovered online courses about a year ago and I had taken courses. There's topics on everything, but I, as a business owner was like, how can people even do this in their business? But the moment I launched my first course, it was all about Instagram stories. So this was back when Instagram stories was, it was a thing, but everybody was still in the feed everybody still focused heavily on content, but they were nervous to get on video. And I was like, oh, I'm going to create a course on telling people how to master Instagram stories because that's where literally my business has been built. It's where 95% of my clients come from. It's just the best way, in my opinion, to connect with anybody on the internet. So anyway, I launched my first course. It was all about mastering Instagram stories. And after I launched my first course, I was hooked. And partly because when you start growing a business, you know, you can, there's so many different opportunities to create a course. So you can create it on a specific like niche topic, just like I did with Instagram stories, or you can teach somebody like a huge transformation, literally package everything that you know into this massive course and then sell it. But part of why I'm so passionate about courses and course creation is because I have learned the hard way that your time is not scalable. There's only a certain amount of time in the day. There's only a certain amount of time that you have for yourself or your clients. And then obviously in a week total, right? 
when you think about your time, as you're starting to really massively grow, your time is not scalable, whereas your skill sets that you know are, and you can scale those by packaging them into a course. So that's kind of why I'm hooked on courses and why I believe everybody ha- should have some kind of course, even if it's a $20 course and it teaches you or gives somebody like a template on how to do something, anything. Literally, there's endless possibilities. So that's why I think it's imperative for everybody to have some kind of course in their product suite. I'm mind blown because obviously (laughs) I've talked about courses before, but like the way you said that, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so true. You only have so much time in a day. And something that I think a lot of coaches go through is that emotional mental drain out in your business where it's like, you got to take that time for yourself. And you know, I went through a period like that not too long ago where I just needed to take like a week to myself And it's like, oh shoot, like I didn't make any money that week because I didn't have a course. I wasn't thinking about a course at that time. When you run out of time too, you're not making any more money. So like you're capping unless you raise your prices higher, which is, yeah, it's, it's like one of these things, right? And it's like, you have two options. You either work more, which we don't get into business to work more. Or you raise your prices. And then again, it's almost like when you raise your prices, if you raise them too high, you almost got to re-niche again because your clientele may not be in that bracket to be able Mm -hmm. to afford that pricing at that point in their business, right? So I've been in business almost two years now. A year ago, I was knee deep in my business coaching business and I was scaling really fast, but I did burn out too. And I also realized in that process, actually it was last 4th of July of 2019. This is a week that I usually take off. If I was at a nine to five, I would take that off and I would completely just disconnect. It's my time that I just spend it away from social media, away from life and just take that break. And when you run your business, you can't do that. And that was the moment where I was like, I'm burnt out. I hit a plateau because like you said, you can only take on so many clients. You can only serve so many people with your time. Uh, Then you also have to potentially raise your prices, but then eventually you almost cap your prices. And then if you can't even take a vacation and I, if I don't work, I don't make money. And that was a moment where I was like, this has to change. And that's where courses, you can sell them anytime. A month or two ago, I woke up to over $400 in my bank account. And I was like, where'd that come from? And it was because people bought courses overnight. When you can package any of your skill sets inside of something, even if it's a small course, even if it's a big one, whatever it is, being able to make money whenever you want is one of the most powerful things when you run a business. And that's truly the best way to scale because it doesn't require much of your time. I love that. And you like put all that time in once you get the editing done, the planning, the everything in that course can continue to live for years and years and years before you even need to update it, which is the craziest thing. So you kind of already said it, but why don't you tell us a few of the like key pros of having your own course? Yeah. So I think there are three top pros. I mean, there are so many, but (laughs) these would be my top reasons why anybody should have a course. And also I do want to disclaim anybody, meaning any kind of business owner, you can be an Etsy store owner and teach other people how to run an Etsy shop or do what you do. You can be a service provider and teach people how to master Instagram, whatever. You can be a coach and teach somebody how to do X, Y, and Z. You can literally teach anybody to do anything as long as you have the passion behind it. So I do want to say that too, that a part of having a course is 
awesome. Obviously, it can pertain to any kind of business. So one of the top reasons, in my opinion, of having a course is that you can make such a bigger impact, right? So like I said before, your time isn't scalable, but 95% of the people who start because you want to make a bigger impact in this world, you weren't put on this earth to live to work, right? But you want to help people with whatever they're passionate about and reach their goals, but you can only help a certain amount of people. So you can make a bigger impact by like a hundred times the amount of people inside of a course. Um, So that's the first thing. The other thing is, and I didn't realize this until I started doing courses, is that you never leave money on the table or having to worry about turning clients away. And I know that as coaches, we hate doing that. We always love the money, obviously, but we also always want to help. But again, you only have a certain amount of spots for your one-on-one coaching. You only have a certain amount of spots for a group program to still make a positive, powerful impact, right? But when you fill all those spots and somebody was like, dang, I wanted to work with you. What are you going to do? right? You, a lot of the times we only have coaching offers and that's where having a course, you can downsell them into a course and not worry about having to turn them away. So that's the second thing. And the third thing I would say, and obviously this is a total coach mindset, but you can literally make as much money as you want from a course. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I know it's coaching has kind of turned my head into being a huge moneymaker and I love money. Money loves me, but, um, with a lot more impact comes a lot more money and you can also make money whenever you want. So I would say those are the top reasons everybody should have a course. Right. And two, I'm just going to add on to that whole, like make as much money. It's just passive income. Like That's like my favorite word, like passive income. You don't want to have to like do the things like you can have a course and you can market it correctly with ads, with proper scheduling, you know, posts on Instagram and things like that. And it can just kind of run itself, which is the coolest thing ever. Okay. So, you know, why is creating an online course such a great way to scale your business? Yeah. So I'm going to kind of go back again to the time thing. So when you are actually starting to scale your business, you start realizing, okay, so when you're at zero and you're wanting to reach 10K, you love to put in the time, you love to see the money coming in, you love to see who you're going to help. But at some point when all of a sudden you're at, let's say the five to 10K mark consistently, and you're like, I know I can sign these clients easily. At some point you get to the point where you're like, I don't want to work as much. And unfortunately you cannot outsource coaching. And that's the biggest thing. So you can outsource the web design, the sales page creation, the content, your social media, stuff like that. You can't outsource coaching because it's you, right? You could hire a co-coach, but ultimately people are buying to work with you. So at some point, you get to the point where you're like, I want more time back in my life because I did not start this business to work myself to death. So when you get to that point, all of a sudden you're like, how do I start scaling? So you kind of hit that plateau. So that's where you need to turn your zone of genius into a course. And that's also where, and I'm going to kind of talk about this a little bit, is where you can start selling, even if you have a group coaching program, or if you have one-on-one coaching that teaches the same thing, you can teach it self-paced on top of you already promoting your coaching. So a lot of people learn different ways. So you can have an option depending on how people learn best. Like some people don't like coaching and they don't like to have to show up to a call at a certain time. They would rather just have self-paced. So having a course on top of what you already do is a great way to still, again, not turn a client away, but give them an opportunity to work with you in some fashion, but you're also getting more money and you're not having to work hard for it. So 
that's where you can sell itself paced on top of having, let's say a group program. Maybe it's a little less because they're not getting the coaching, but then that way, again, it's you still making a bigger impact. Your launch goals are a lot higher because you sold self paced. And I don't think people even visually see the possibility of having something self paced like that. And I always like to say, okay, I'm going to give an example for a group program. You run the first round of the group program. You record all the videos for that group program. Next round, people can watch that first round. It's self-paced. Right. It's all done. You don't have to worry about recreating a bunch of videos and doing, you know, making this amazing course. It's already done. And you got right. paid to lead it. So yeah, there's so much possibility in creating a course and people overcomplicate it and be like, how do I even start? It's like, you kind of already did. <laughs> By knowing these skill sets and teaching people and you have testimonials now on top of that. So, right. And I'm like sitting here like mind blown. Like, I don't know if you can see by my reaction. Like if I was emoji, I'd be the star eye emoji right now. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite emojis. (laughs) No, mine too. But I think this is so amazing. And, you know, just being able to have multiple streams of income and really build out your product suite. I think this is something that should be like non-negotiable for especially coaches, but every business, you know? So with that being said, you know, I want to ask you for somebody that's listening and is thinking, okay, so I know I need to create a course, but what are some tips in terms of creating a course? What would you say to them? So I have a few, but the first one, it kind of goes off of what I was just talking about. Take what you already have done and turn it into a course. So your one-on-one, obviously you teach in general, obviously people are a little bit at different points. Not everybody's the same, but overall you have a signature framework that you teach, write whatever that is that you go through with people, write it down and create a course. You have a group program, turn it self-paced. And don't even worry about making it perfect because here's the thing too. This is a big tip. And I I see this a lot in like Facebook groups I'm a part of people reaching out to me in the DMS about this. We worry so heavily on making things perfect, worrying about the perfect lighting, worrying about us putting makeup on, worrying about what the background of our video is going to be. Should I have PowerPoint slides? Should I not? Here's the thing. Doesn't matter because people are buying the transformation and the results and the skill set that you're going to teach inside. What you look like, what your video looks like, what the graphics look like don't matter as long as they get the information and then they obviously take that and do something with it and then get the results, right? The other thing too, I have to say, and I've been a part of so many courses, do not make it fluffy. And, and what I mean by that <laughs> is help people exactly how to do something. So I've been in a lot of courses and I get really frustrated after I go through them where they tell you what to do, but they don't actually show you how to do it. So for instance, let's say it's like how to create a really beautiful Instagram story graphic that is on brand, something like that. They'll be like, you know what you need to do. You have to show up on Instagram stories. You have to include your colors, but then it's like, but how do I do that? And then there's nothing of the how. So big thing here is if you want somebody to be really impacted by your course and be like, wow, that was really, really good. Make it juicy. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Another thing is when you name your course. Okay. So this is where everybody gets like tripped up in their course creation process is like coming up with a super fun, creative course name. But that also (laughs) comes with, I don't know what to name it. And then they don't move forward with actually creating the course. And so again, 
you're losing time because you're thinking too hard. You're losing money because you're not actually getting it out there. But my biggest tip when it comes to naming your course is don't make it anything crazy. When you look at someone, okay, so there recently was a huge business bundle. It was $100, I think, with like 90 courses that were in it that was going around online. Like Jenna Kutcher was in it. Alex Beaton was in it. Big name entrepreneurs were in it, which is amazing. If you go through the list of course names, could you tell... Obviously, some people, Alex Beaton, let's say she has Graham Slam in there. Generally, you know what that's about. But also, if you know her, you know what she's about. But if you were, let's say, a no-name trying to make a come-up of it, would people understand what your course name is if it's something crazy? And I always recommend, if you're naming your course, name it something that if someone read it and they don't know who you are, they know exactly what it's about. So for instance, I have a course called Passive Income Creator. Granted, passive income can be a lot of different things. But if you've read that, you know you're creating passive income. And then I have another course. I'm going to give my two course examples, Viral AF. Viral AF, I think, is fun because it's kind of popular with the AF, but you wouldn't know what that means. And so realistically, should I have named my course that? Probably not. But people who know me know that I create a lot of viral style content on Instagram. And so if you knew me, you would understand probably what that is. But don't be crazy with the name. I highly recommend just making it simple. Keep it simple and just get it out there. You can always go and edit and add later on. I love that. And I'm going to actually piggyback on that, not making it something super unrecognizable. Do you know who Simone McNish is? Love Simone. (laughs) Um, And I'm thinking of, you know, she did a diversity and inclusion workshop not too long ago. And this was with, you know, all the stuff going on with the Black Lives Matter movement. And one thing that I said to her, and I remember her going through her stories was, she's like, I had no idea what to name it. So I just named it diversity and inclusion workshop. And it's like, it doesn't need to be fluffy. It's straight to the point when somebody's looking, they know that that's for them. They know what they're going to need to learn out of it. They know what they're getting. It's very straight into the point. And that's what we have to do sometimes. It doesn't need to be fluffy, especially when you're in the beginning or building phases of your business because you haven't built your brand enough for people to catch on to certain phrases or slang words that you use, right? Yeah. And I think too, if you think long-term for your course, There's so many things you can do with your course eventually. I know this is a whole nother topic that's very heavy to talk about, but going evergreen where you build out funnels and then your funnels eventually sell your course. So this is all automation. This is all behind the scenes. And this is where like you look at a lot of these top entrepreneurs, for instance, Jenna Kutcher, you're like, how does she make a million, two million, three million dollars a year when she hardly ever shows up and she doesn't really promote that much? And it's all because of going evergreen and um, creating funnels. Anyway, but if you think long-term about your courses, you can do so much with it and you can go evergreen. But that's where if someone, let's say you ran ads to that course and you were selling something, if they saw that and they didn't know who you were, would do you have to have a tagline underneath to explain what that even is? And I like to, obviously taglines are very powerful, don't get me wrong, to explain a little bit more of what it is, but I like to think of course names as standalones and that you don't have to have a tagline because if someone doesn't know you, they should know exactly what your course is about. Right. I love that. I feel like too, again, that whole automation thing, it's a totally different ballpark 
But just like you said, thinking in the future, like if that is something you want to do, like you don't want to have to rename your course or rethink, you know, how you're going to market it. It should be seamless. And again, not letting that hold you back, but at the same time, keeping that in mind, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And don't like overcomplicate it. I love the Simone example because you know exactly what it's about. And she was like, I care more about what the, t- the content is inside of it. It's the same with every course creator. That's what you should care about is the course material, not the name, not how you're going to produce it. Just get it out there. <laughs> for sure. I love that so much. You know, I do have another question for you and mm-hmm. it's going to be, do you suggest a certain platform for course hosting? Yes and no. So I am biased to Kajabi because that's what the industry in general tells you. But Kajabi is not the most budget-friendly. So if you're looking at more budget-friendly, Thinkific is great. Teachable is great. But honestly, if you were to look at what you need from a course, so for instance, I'm going to give an example. If you have a course that teaches your signature framework and it's a massive course, but you also provide some kind of support, meaning like you have um, an area where people can go and ask questions, Kajabi does not have that. So basically you have to have a Facebook group outside of that. And I didn't realize this until I was like knee deep in courses. And at the moment I'm like trying to think longer term for my business. Doesn't make sense to have it on Kajabi if there's not a forum where people can ask questions. There's not a community built inside of the course. You have to have a Facebook group. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but there's other platforms out there that have this built in that actually are a lot cheaper. <laughs> so right. it's kind of, you have to evaluate what exactly you need and your budget. So if you are somebody who is like just starting and you want to create a course, but you're like, I think Kajabi is like upwards of what? 120. It depends on how much you have inside of it. Um, I think their base package is like 120 a month, maybe a little bit more. Anyway, I think that's really expensive, especially if you don't have, like I have everything built out on there now, so it's worth it to me, but that's expensive in my eyes. So I think look at all of the options. Thinkific and Teachable are also very popular. Podia is another one that's very, very user-friendly and I think that's the cheapest one, but you also have to look at what platforms offer certain things because like Kajabi, I'm just going to give you an example. Kajabi allows you to have email automation built in. They're more the funnel side of things. And I knew that I was going to scale my courses with funnels. So I chose that too. They also have a website built in there. It integrates with Stripe and PayPal. So you can pay for it and get automatic access to the courses right on there when you pay. So that's why I chose Kajabi. Again, it's not the most like budget friendly. I love it. But there's also some quirks that I'm like, dang, I wish they had it. So maybe they will eventually if they hear this. Can, Kajabi, can you like add this a part of your <laughs> platform? I love, I love that. And it's funny because actually for me, like from my experience, I've always kind of looked at Kajabi, but I've been like, oh, I don't know. Like, is it worth the price? So in your opinion, this is kind of totally different, but in your opinion, would you say like, it's worth the investment for somebody that is really looking to scale with courses and things like that? Yes, I would. And again, it goes back to if you're looking to scale with courses and you see courses as your future, like that's how you want to scale your business. Maybe you want to hold back on coaching at so much and you're like, I want to really double down on courses, then yes. And it, it's great because you can have sales pages in there. Automation is built in there. So you can create the funnel and the pipeline within Kajabi. 
Um, there's a lot of capabilities. The other thing too, is they have an affiliate program. So if I recommend somebody and they buy the amount of money that they pay you out is in, is crazy. Like if someone pays, let's say it's $1,200 a year for their membership, you get 400 of that $1,200. So you can make just That's from- insane. A, <laughs> it's a separate yeah, income. <laughs> you can make a lot of money. And that's where I love that Kajabi also supports its people who are on there having that program. So yes, I highly, highly recommend Kajabi. I love it. It's just not the most budget friendly. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. No, I love that so much. And thank you for sharing those insider tips. I think it's important because a lot of people, you know, especially when they are getting into courses for the first time, they're like, I don't know which one would be the best. I don't know where to go. Is it worth it? Is it not? And then you turn to YouTube, but it's almost feel like sometimes when you look through YouTube, you're not getting a hundred percent fully someone's like yep. unbiased opinion. So I appreciate that girl. And I'm sure everybody listening does yeah. too. So thank you. <laughs> okay. I have one last question for you and it's what is your favorite boss girl quote and why? So it's kind of not really a boss girl quote. It's more of just my mom used to tell me this when I was growing up. So I think I still love this quote and it's be the change you wish to see in the world because I believe that we are put on this earth to make it a huge impact. And if you don't like something, you can always change it, whether it's within yourself or the bigger world itself, you can always make more of an impact. And again, like we were put on this earth to actually make a change and do better and be good to this earth. So that's my favorite quote. <laughs> I love that so much. That literally made my heart all fuzzy, girl. That was like one of my favorites <laughs> for sure. Tell us where we can find you on social media. If you have any programs or courses or freebies that you want to promote, let us know. Uh, yeah, the floor is yours, girl. <laughs> so you can find me on Instagram. I live, eat, and die by Instagram. <laughs> and my handle is Avery, A-V-E-R-Y dot Yaktus, Y-A-K-T-U-S. It's kind of like cactus, but with a Y. Um, and I have a course, if you're wanting to learn how to create a course and sell it for the very first time, I have a course called Passive Income Creator. I talked a little bit about it, but this teaches you the exact steps on how to actually take what you already know, package it into a course and sell it on social media for the very first time. And you can find it on my website. It's averyoctus.com slash PIC, like kind of like partner in crime, but Passive Income Creator. <laughs> it's your oh partner gosh. in crime course to teach you how to create a course and sell it. <laughs> I love that so much. And I will make sure to link all of that in the show notes, guys. Thank you so much, Avery, for taking the time to talk to us. It was such an honor having you. Yeah, it was so fun. Thank you for having me. It was such a pleasure, guys. I will see you guys in the next episode. And until then, stay social. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Hey Social Babes podcast. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it to your Instagram stories. And until next time, stay social.